Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast, helping you invest in property for freedom, choice, and profit. You'll learn new, innovative, and multiple streams of property income, whether you want to start, scale, or systemize, and even if you don't have deposits. Hi, Kevin McDonald here, and welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. So a lot of people listening to the podcast know who I am. You've been regular listeners for over the past year or so. But many people that are tuning in, start of 2020, you're new to the podcast, you're new to property, and maybe you don't know a lot about me. What I do see over the last few years is people that come and get interested in property investing. They start listening to podcasts, they start reading books, they start maybe attending some events, and they see people who are ahead of them on the journey and maybe look at them and think, I can never achieve that. That person obviously got luck. That person obviously had money to start with. That person obviously like had rich parents or came from the right part of the country or the right um, knowledge around them at the beginning. And they often use these as reasons why they can't get the same result rather than looking a little bit deeper and seeing how can I achieve the same thing as this person has achieved. So what I thought would be really useful today was for me to tell you a little bit about my property journey because I started with no property experience, no money, no contacts, nobody to help me on the property journey. And I made many mistakes along the way. I actually started by building a debt rather than building an income, but I kept going and eventually I got to where I am today. And I guess the message of today's podcast by having to listen to my journey is that wherever you're at on your path, You can achieve the same results, but you have got to set realistic goals and educate yourself. Make sure that you don't make mistakes. It's not doing something right that gets you ahead quickly. It's not doing things wrong is almost more important. The things I did as mistakes at the start of my journey cost me much more time than positive results moved me forward. So how did I get into property? Where did I start? Well, I actually got my first interest in property back in the late 1990s when I was studying quality management at university in Ireland. And my landlord used to pop around the house every every Thursday evening to collect the rent. And I got talking to him a few times and he told me that it was his full-time job and he had other properties that he also rented out to students. At the time, I was thinking, what a great job that is. He just goes around and collects rent money from properties. And here I am in university studying to be in a job for the rest of my life. But I didn't really do much about it. But I remember talking to my mum at weekends and saying to her how the landlord seemed really nice and how he had all these other properties and what he did. And obviously, my mum, my family would say, you know, concentrate on your education, get a good job. Not everybody can do that. And I kind of forgot about it for a while. And then in 2002, I moved to the UK and I started working in London for a construction company called Lang O'Rourke. And I was in a shared house again. But this time I was in a shared house with work colleagues who were working with me at Lang O'Rourke. And one of the people in that shared house was a lad from South Africa who had come over to the UK to work for a couple of years and then moved back to South Africa. And at the time, what he was doing was saving up money in his job and using that money to buy property back home so that he could build a portfolio of properties for when he returned to Johannesburg. He started talking to me in the evenings about property over dinner And he invited me to a three-hour free property seminar in London where we could learn about property investing. And I'd really started to tweak my interest at this stage, so I said I'd go along with him. So I attended the event in London 
and it was one evening midweek around 6.30 in the evening till about 9.30 and there was this property expert up on stage talking about all these different property strategies. This is like four years before Rob Moore and Mark Homer even met before Progressive Property was founded and they were talking about all the strategies that you now learn at Progressive Property and it really interested me and the more the guy spoke the more I thought this is what I want to do. Property is the thing I want to do. Property is the thing that has met more people millionaires and billionaires than anything else. I mean, people have either made their money in property or they invest their money into property. And I thought, I'm going to build a property business. I'm going to do property. And at the end of the talk, I was offered the opportunity to do some training. But William, my mate who lived with me, convinced me and I guess my fear convinced me that I didn't need the training. I could just go and buy property myself and build my portfolio on my own. I mean, how difficult could it be? You just go out and buy a house. They're on right move, so it's not hard to find a deal. So I went away from the training and I I had this enthusiasm to go and build my property business. So that was 2003. And then a few months passed by and into 2004, I attended the Property Investor Show at the Excel Centre in London. And at the time, there was lots of off-plan property abroad been advertised. Now, I had gone back after the training and looked around property prices in East London, where I was living at the time, around Grays in Essex, and I couldn't afford a property. So in my head, I needed a deposit to buy a house, and I didn't have enough money for a deposit to buy a property. I hadn't learned the creative property investment strategies that I now know today that requires you to be able to buy property I didn't know the creative property investment strategies that I now know today. That means you don't actually need a deposit to secure property deals. But in my head back then, I was just thinking traditional purchase, save up a deposit, buy a house, save up another deposit, buy a house. And I seen the off-plan properties abroad and it seemed like a massive opportunity. Put down a small deposit, pay staged payments as the properties have been built. You get a property in a few years' time that's fully finished and worth more than the initial purchase price because you're buying off plan. Or that was at least the theory. And as William was buying in South Africa, I thought it was a good idea to buy abroad because William was buying abroad. The only real difference was William was South African buying in South Africa while I was Irish buying property in what turned out to be Estonia, Turkey and Bulgaria. The problem with that was I didn't know Estonia, Turkey and Bulgaria. I knew Ireland and I knew the UK. I should have stuck to what I knew. So what ended up happening was the 2007 property crash. And when the crash came, I realised that I actually had lost all of the money I'd spent on the off-plan properties. The one in Estonia never got built. The one in Bulgaria was completely trashed. The one in Turkey wasn't worth a fraction of what I paid for it. Overall, I lost £135,000. And at the time, I was still working in Lang O'Rourke and I just put my head in the sand, forgot about property for a while and started working harder and harder and harder in my job to try and save enough money to pay the debts back that I had built up. In 2009, I was offered the opportunity by Lang O'Rourke to move to a new job in the north of England. So I moved up there to Nottinghamshire and I started in my new job working in a precast concrete factory as a quality manager and forgot about property. And then in 2013, I got an email from Progressive Property offering me tickets to the Property Investor Super Conference at Wembley Stadium. Now, I had been getting emails from Progressive since about 2008-9, every week, every day, all through that period of time. But I just kind of read them, ignored them, didn't really do much with it. But 
Because it was Wembley Stadium, because it was advertised as this big property super conference, I thought, I'll go there, I'll have a look, see what it's all about. And um, at least I get to see Wembley because I've never seen Wembley before. So I attended the super conference and I'd kind of made a bit of a mistake because I thought it was in Wembley Stadium, but actually it was just in Wembley, the place. So I got to see the stadium, but only from the outside. But what I did see that day completely changed the rest of my life. I seen a guy standing up on stage called Cam Devady. And Cam was somebody I had met at an event in London back in 2007. And at the time when I met Cam in 2007, he was in massive debt, the same as me. He actually made me feel good about my debt because he owed slightly more than me to credit card companies and loan companies. And he was stood on stage as a successful Progressive Property VIP, which is Progressive's 12-month mentorship program. He had turned around his complete debt. He had built a multi-million pound portfolio and he had a positive cash flow of over £8,000 a month. And I'm sitting in the room with a thousand other people watching him on stage, still in massive debt, still not got my head right, still not moved forward in my property journey. And it actually made me decide then that property could work for me because I had seen it work for Cam. So what I did was I invested in the Progressive Trainings and in 2014, I did a number of different training courses at Progressive. So following the trainings in 2014, I started to focus on creative strategies like rent-to-rent and lease options and started to build a rent-to-rent portfolio around the Nottinghamshire area. Why did I pick Nottinghamshire? Just because that's where I lived. You want to pick an area that's close to where you live. I made the mistakes of investing abroad and trying to do property deals in an area that was too far away from where I was, where I didn't know the area. So invest locally. One of the first rent-to-rent deals I did, I actually moved into myself I rented some of the other rooms out to other people and I basically had a place where I could live for free. So the other tenants covered the cost of the rent and the bills and that allowed me to have a free room in a property. I did other rent-to-rent deals and started to build my cash flow up so I could pay my debts back and replace my income. I met my wife while living in that rent-to-rent property with my then-girlfriend, my now-wife, And we moved out of that property and we negotiated a deal on a rent to own on another house where we could rent it with an option to buy. We then moved from there into a second rent to own property. And the first rent to rent deal I lived in, the first rent to own property I was in, we kept them and we rented them out to other tenants, again, increasing the cash flow. I eventually replaced my income and in 2016, I left my job and became a full-time property investor. In 2017, I was then asked by Progressive Property if I would run some trainings around how I had built my portfolio. So I started to run the no money down and rent to rent trainings for Progressive, which teaches people lots of different creative strategies on how you can build a property business with things like I used initially, such as rent to rent and lease options to other strategies that I now use today as well, like assisted sales, exchange delayed completions, vendor finance, joint venture finance, and lots of different strategies. I formed lots of different joint venture partnerships myself between 2014 and today. So I've now got 11 different companies who are all related to property. So some of them are joint venture partnerships with other investors where I find property deals. They put the money in. We manage the sourcing of the property, the refurbishment of the property and the letting of the property. And the JV partner puts the funds in and gets a return on their money. We've now got over 200 rooms and over 30 single let properties that we either own or control through rent-to-rents and lease options. I set up a letting agency in 2017 
Um, the reason for setting up the letting agents initially was from 2014 to 2017, myself and my wife both got out of our jobs and started running the property business. So we were doing all the tenant viewings, all the um, inspections, all the rent collections, everything. And when when I started to do more speaking for Progressive, trying to juggle the two became a bit more difficult. So I opened up a lettings business where I could hire staff that would run the property portfolio, allowing me more free time to do things like podcasting, more things like teaching other people how to build their businesses as well. And also the aim of the letting agency was to give the tenants a a place where they could all go to if they had to pay rent, had any any issues to report. And I've started to scale that business over the last two to three years to now make it in 2020, finally, it was a business that's going to break even and make a profit, while initially it was costing me money to have, but overall saving me money by being able to manage my properties in-house and not through other letting agents on the high street. So 2014 was the year that I finally got my property business moving. And over the last five years, I've managed to build up a multi-million pound property business with a cash flow of over 20 grand a month. But it, it took me 11 years to get started. I started my journey in 2003. By 2014, I had managed to build up a debt of over 100 grand. I guess the message in that is wherever you're at in your property journey is just keep going. Uh, don't quit. The only way you fail in property is when you quit. You're not always going to get everything right. You're not always going to get the right start, the best start, the perfect start. But what is important is that you get the perfect finish, that you, get a, you keep moving. Not every deal is going to be the best deal. So long as you're always looking, you're always out there, you're always taking action and you're always taking the positive steps towards success, eventually you're going to find a path that works for you and you're going to achieve your goals. It's really only five years since I started building my business. So 2014, I did a few deals. 2015, 16, 17, 18 and 19 were the real years that I started to scale my property business. We're now into 2020 and we've already secured two deals this year. My aim is to do a minimum of one deal per month over 2020 and beyond. You can do that too. Don't try and do one deal a month in your first six weeks in your property journey. Just start small, focus on one deal at a time and let the business grow. Gradually, eventually with compounding, you'll look back in five, six years time and you'll be in a completely different place. Financially, uh, mindset, business, everything will have changed. Back yourself enjoy the journey, and hopefully I'll see you somewhere along the way. So that's my journey. Hopefully from listening to that and seeing where I've come from, you've got a little bit more belief that property is something that is possible for you too. I don't care where you're at in the journey. I don't really, whatever mistakes you've made in the past, wherever you live in the country or in the world, whatever people you've got around you, you cannot change your past Your past is what's brought you to where you are today. If I hadn't lost my money in in Eastern Europe, I would never have met my wife. Sometimes the mistakes that you make, the reason that you fall down is because there's something down there that you need to find to bring you back up stronger. Had I not met Cam Devady when I was in massive debt, I would never have seen him a few years later standing on a stage with a multi-million pound business and having the belief that I could do the same thing because I knew him when he had nothing. Wherever you're at in your journey, whatever mistakes you've made, whatever you've done well, it doesn't really matter because it's in the past. What you have got to focus on is the future. 
You cannot change the past, but you can absolutely write a brand new future. Let's make 2020 your year. Set realistic goals. Make sure that they're smart, they're specific, they're measurable, they're achievable, they're realistic and they're time-bound. Have a plan. Get yourself educated. Align yourself to the right people. Make sure you've got like-minded people around you who will support you and push you on your property journey. And at some point during that journey, it would be brilliant if we got to meet. If we do, come and say hello. Let me know what you think of the podcast. If you are new to property in 2020, check out Progressive Property on YouTube. Ring the office, ask them about some of their events. One of the events I do a lot of speaking at is the Multiple Streams of Property Income event. If you've not yet attended a Multiple Streams of Property Income event, get yourself booked onto the event. Contact the office, join the Progressive Property Facebook community, and tag somebody in, ask them about the Multiple Streams of Property Income event and how you could attend it. And if you come into one of the events, Come and say hello. Let me know where you're at in your journey and I'll help wherever I can. Let's go smash your 2020 property goals. I've been Kevin McDonnell. You've been listening to the Progressive Property Podcast. Remember, it's on iTunes and Stitcher. It's out every Tuesday. Make sure you're subscribed and I'll see you soon.